and we're back with our next episode, our latest episode of Strategy and the Virtual Controller. My name's Damien Greathead, delighted to be here. Penny Breslin, my co-host, how are you today? I'm doing fine. It's starting to warm up a bit here in sunny San Diego. And have you got a bit of June gloom or are you past June gloom? Uh, we're kind of getting past it. We still have a few early morning marine layers staying, staying around, but I'm out in Oceanside right now. It's pretty uh, sunny and the temperature's starting to pick up a bit. Fantastic. Um, and folks, Strategy in the Virtual Controller, we're here to help uh, accounting and bookkeeping businesses uh, stay focused on what is important to them and be very intentional about how they grow their business. Uh, try to avoid those short-term distractions. Um, it's, it's built on a, a, a book called Strategy and the Fat Smoker by a guy called David Maester. Uh, you can find the link for that on our website, which is satvc.co. Um, before we do kick off on today's topic, folks, just a request, uh, any listeners out there, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, do us a favor and um, and provide a review, provide a rating. Uh, that'll help us get the word out to more and more people. So um, please, if you're, you're listening to us through Apple or Spotify or Google, uh, leave a review um, and uh, help spread the good word of strategy and the virtual controller. Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention, folks, was if you do have any questions for us, uh, we're getting a, a few questions come into the inbox. Um, you can find us on LinkedIn. Um, send us a message, send us your question, and we'll be more than happy to, to discuss your situation uh, as well. And, and Penny, that's really the the wasn't necessarily an email into the inbox, but you were discussing this with one of your clients today, uh, an accounting firm, uh, for today's topic about how do we transition the business from that compliance after the fact accounting. So we've decided that that's not what we want to be. Uh, we've decided that we want to be in that advisory game. We've def we've defined and got clarity on the types of services that we want to provide. But now the next step is how do we actually uh, how do we actually go to our clients and how do we uh, how do we start to deliver these types of services? So, Penny, why don't you I'll hand over to you and share um, the conversation that you had with one of your clients. I think it was today or, or this week. Yeah. Hi. Well, that, that's cool. Um, it was this morning and um, it was it was prompted by me uh, getting a little confused because they are uh, sending work to us. And I saw a detailed task written out and I'm going, oh my God, it probably took them just as long to write that detailed task as it probably would have done <laughs> us to do it. And I sent her a Slack message and I said, I thought you had this workflow that they were using. And can I talk to you about that? So we had a conversation this morning and it, and her exhaustion was palatable not only was it a tough year, she also had a baby this year. But um, I said, how come you don't use the tasking in your workflow? I asked my team, I said, don't you get assigned the work reoccurring? And they said, no, they put the documents in there and then tell us they will get them. And I went, oh, God. I said, what do you, how much time do you think it takes for them to figure out what work they're going to do every day? And he go, she said, well, you know, we were historically a write-up company. Uh, we did after-the-fact bookkeeping. And I said, well, I thought you were trying to change that. She goes, I thought we were too. <laughs> and um, she said, so we were always acting on, well, when something came in, then somebody would be told to go do the work. 
And, mm. uh, and I said, well, I noticed on the five things that they sent us, five different clients, they each had six months worth of bank information that we had to deal with. Uh, she goes, yeah, that's because we're just getting it. And, and I said, I thought that you had some, you know, cloud-based clients using, in this case, they're a QBO firm. And she goes, yeah, we do. And I, she goes, but how do we transition all those other people? And I said, you know, you could spend a lot of time chasing those clients that you and I both know are not going to be around much longer. She goes, yeah, you're right about that. I said, oh, you could just segregate them, segment them out, charge them that different price and let them bring the stuff to you. When it comes in, you just assign the work. Do create a task for it. Yes. So if I understand the if I understand the problem, basically she's sold she's sold the client on advisory services, and 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 have agreed. No, to these move are forward. older clients that were already existing, and they've always done it this way, and they don't want to change. The firm oh, wants to change. Okay, so the firm wants to change, but but had had the client agreed to a new level of service, or was it just the same as as what what was happening? They, it, they were, it was brought up to them and they don't want to, Okay, they don't want to change. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So if I understand correctly, the, the firm is trying to push them into real time activity. Mm-hmm. Um, she uses that word. Okay. She doesn't use the word advisory service. Her word was real time. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. That's interesting. A good spin. Real time services, real time. So instead of advisory, it's just real time services. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, so before we, we, before we even get into any of the actual advisory work and helping clients understand their numbers, it was just about bringing everything up to, up to date and making sure that the information was coming in in a timely manner and, and away we go. So, so that was the real problem. Okay. Yeah. And I said, and eventually you want to get to that point of giving them, she goes, yes, I want to get there. I thought that's what we were doing. And it just seems like it's hard to do. And I said, well, it's, we've got quite a few of your clients that we're doing real time accounting. She goes, yeah, we have those. And I said, then stop wasting your time worrying about those that will never change. Mm. Segment them out. Give them that different pricing. Let the stuff come in when it comes in and start paying attention to the ones that asked for this, that agreed to this, that were willing to do it because they'll refer others to you. How many right? times, Penny, have you heard the, the and, and this happened to me all the time standing at the booth for Receipt Bank. It would be, I'd, I'd give them the spiel on what Receipt Bank does and, and how we, problems we solve. And the number of times I heard, yeah, actually, I've got one or two clients. They're a real pain in the ass, and and that'd be perfect for this. And I, yeah. I sort of would look at them and say, "Are you serious? You're gonna you're gonna try and introduce something new and and uh, new technology to your 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 laggards, your pain in the ass clients? Why on earth would you do that? Surely you've got a, a whole bunch of other clients that love you and love technology. Why wouldn't you talk to them about it? But uh, it, it's so funny that what a concept. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, we, we spend all of our time on these pain in the ass clients who, as you said, and okay. are just never going to change. And you know, there are some old sayings hold true. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yep. 
And you need to figure it out if that old dog is done. I've got a dog right here who's walking across these wooden floors and click clacking <laughs> all over. Sorry about it. He is six six years old. I can teach him anything in a heartbeat. Um, I got an 18-year-old Aussie who was wickedly easy to train when she was young. But you know what? She's deaf and blind now. And I can't get her to do anything that she doesn't want to do without picking her up and carrying her around. So, <laughs> and you know what? I just kind of let her go do her thing. And she's on her way out. She's tired. She doesn't want to change. She doesn't want to learn anything new. Let it go. Yeah. And uh, the other, the younger Aussie, he gets the ball. He gets the, he gets everything. He gets he seems to get all the attention. The other one gets all the loving. He gets all the attention. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to waste my time trying to rein her in and put her at the same level he is. I'm just not going to. It's the same way with her. And I just said, just, just, just don't do it. You know, I, I said, why would you, why would you want to waste your time doing that? And I said, just think about this and, and get back to me. But in the meantime, you know what? Do set up reoccurring tasks with those clients that are doing the work, that are giving you the information, that are your partners on this. And just remember, your team is you, your employees in the office, the technology that you use to make this work, and the clients that work with you. That's your mm -hmm. team to build this real-time accounting office and understanding that real-time is really 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, look, it's it, it, 72 hours compared to six months after the fact is. Uh, oh, God, is yeah, really. It, it, yeah. What, what value is that of them? What value yeah, is that of yeah. them? And so, you know, it was kind of like giving her permission to just say, this isn't going to change. I don't want to waste any time doing it. And I am wasting my time because, you know, I mean, I know where she's located. And I can tell you, uh, it's not easy to change people there. And uh, but I think I grew I, up I think there. You, I know. <laughs> I, but I think you've made a good point. It's it, we we beat ourselves up because we can't make these clients change or adopt. But at the end of the day, we've said this before. There's only enough. There's only a certain number of hours in the day. Um, and and why beat yourself up trying to trying to push these square pegs into round holes but there is a nice uh, chunk of your of your client base that that is ready for this that is yearning for this that is calling out for it spend your time there and 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 work out how to handle those folks you don't have to fire them or anything they're probably good clients they're probably nice people you don't have to fire them but you've just got to as you said put them in a bucket and put them in a bucket and, and know that you know what I pass them off to somebody to contact them periodically to make sure they get the documents. And that was one other thing I said. I said how many? Because there are four people in that office that are, are like top level, you know. And I'm and you know I said how many? And I named all the names. How many times have the four of you contacted a client and said where is it? She goes, oh, we yeah. do it all the time. I said, why? In God's name. Would you spend one flipping minute calling somebody and begging them for the work to give them the benefit of your intelligent brain? Why would you? I said, you got people in your front desk. 
that job. I said, take that workflow, that tasking that you've done and segregate who does what of that task. It's your job up at the front desk to contact the client and get the documentation that we need. It's not my job. You should never be calling your client saying, where is it? It's a negative start. It's like the, it's like the nuns at school telling, asking you where the damn homework was and you didn't do it in the first place. And you know how you felt? <laughs> you don't want to give that feeling to your clients. So don't do it. Let, let, and, 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 and also, when it comes to the clients that are willing to use the technology, let somebody else bring them on board with the technology because you don't want, you don't want to be the one they're calling when they can't figure something out or something broke. When they forgot their password. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so segregate out understand the value that you have. I said, look at you're, you're a smart person. You know, you know what your clients need. You understand and you care. I can tell she cares. You care about them. You know what they need. You know that they don't care about a financial statement. You know what their pain is. You have the context of the client. You should be dealing with that client only on that level. Everything else that goes around it, that brings that information to you, delegate it. I said, good leadership is good delegation. Well, it's very so, much the that old that old um, business model is that I am the partner, I am the one that has the client relationship, and client relationship equals client contact. But as you said, that client relationship is, is about the high end stuff. It's not where is this, how do I log into this, and where's my password, and. I think accountants and particularly accountants in those leadership roles, that's the way that they were brought up in, in the organization was they were, they never had client contact. And, and that's what we've got to get at this, this mindset of um, me as the business owner, I hold all the relationships. I hold it uh, closely, closely to the chest, holding these relationships. And um, if I give my staff or team any client contact, then they could just run off with the client. It, that's not the way the world operates today, is it? Well, no. And, 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 and if you look at like the new core curriculum that for the CPAs they're coming out with, there's a lot of focus on technology, uh, which is good. Uh, but build your build. Look at that core and build your team with that core. Don't you don't necessarily need another you. There are four people in this firm that can do high level CPA. There are four people. There are four people in this firm who can do that high level CPA work. None of them should be doing the where is it? This is what you click. Here's your password. This is how you access. They should delegate that to other people in their firm. That doesn't mean you lose the relationship. If anything else, you have a better relationship because you're talking to them about the things that really matter in their business. You're and, not and asking them to do heavy lifting. Your staff is doing that part. And I know we're not we're not proponents of charging by the hour for for particular services, and we'll talk. Well, I think but that's you have a whole to be cognizant of the time. I don't charge my clients by the hour, but I'm extremely cognizant of the amount of time that we spend on any given task because I need to know if my team, the people doing the work, are efficient, if they're learning, if they're failing. But I also need to know if the client is cooperating. 
And yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, what I was saying about the not charging by the hour, but I, I need to know what my rate is. I need to know that my time is worth $400 an hour. Uh, yeah. And so if, if I can't achieve $400 an hour helping a client with their password, because I can't bill for that, um, that means that, that it's, it's being taken away from, from somewhere else. So it's being taken away from, a, from another client relationship where I could be delivering $400 an hour. So I think I, that, that's what I, I think is really important, that yes. your, your time is, is, is a finite resource and you need to spend it where you can add the most value. Um, and if you're, not at, if, if you're talking about chasing clients, where is this, where is that, here's your password, then you're taking that time away from somewhere where you can be realizing that $400 an hour. So I think that's what, that's what we've got to be thinking about in the back of our minds, looking at those tasks and segregating the tasks. Is this the best use of my time? Absolutely. And not only does that apply to you, if you learn the value of it in your own firm, I can tell you it applies to your business owner clients. We have a few direct clients that we deal with. And on the same day today, 15 minutes before you and I started this podcast, I got a conference request from a direct client that we took on because they knew me from helping them develop an app years ago. And he's in a new business and he's overwhelmed. And we, he asked me, he goes, can we develop some kind of process to control all of this stuff? He's got commissionable salesmen. They're not getting the reports in. And we, you know, we talked about Dext. We talked about all these different ways that we could grab the information. But really what it comes down to is it's, he's overwhelmed. He's trying to, he goes, well, I've been doing it all. I go, well, why? He goes, well, I have to make sure it gets done. And I said, and how's that working for you? Mm. He goes, well, I'm exhausted. And, um, and you, you, know, you, you know him. He's talked to you a little bit. Yep. Uh, but he was just exhausted. With the, the business that he's in is, is mentally exhausting. And he's dealing with these, with, he goes, you know, I said, well, tell me a little bit about them. What's their function? And he's like hemming and hawing. I go, come on, just tell, what do they do for you? He goes, well, they're salesmen. I went, oh, well, that explains it. <laughs> Those guys are busy on to the next sale. So what we have to do is make it easy for them to give you the information. And mm -hmm. if they don't give them the information, then I wrote a template. I go, it's simple as this. I said, and we're going to take this over for you. We have an email on your domain. We are your accountant bookkeepers. You are not going to ask them because right now they're sending everything to your assistant who sends it to you and then you forward it to us. I said, let us go in direct and receive all of this information. And when we don't get that critical piece of information that allows us to assign this expense to a particular project, which is critical for you. And it's critical to the percentage of commission that they get. I will write the letter explaining to them that I cannot uh, pass your commission on because you haven't told us which project this expense went to. Therefore, we cannot figure out your percentage. But Simple isn't that, as that. It, it, and it goes back to something we've talked about and it's been it, it's been around we didn't invent it the what's in it for me um yeah. what's in it for me the sales guy commission check yeah. so how do we make that as as effective as possible but also i don't want my my top salesman my top sales team sales man sales woman i don't want them 
faffing about with admin and forwarding emails and writing all no, this type no, of stuff. No, I want no. them on. I want them on the phones doing what they right. do best. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want this CEO stressing that much. And I said, listen, I said, you. It's time for you to delegate. It's time for you. It's time for you to understand that your team members have to be held accountable. And if they're not going to follow through, then maybe you need to find another team member. But so far, these people have been with you and you pay them well. But, um, you know, all we're asking is to make sure that you get paid on time and you get paid the right amount. It's that simple. And, and, I, and, and to, to be comfortable to have that level of, dele- to be comfortable with delegating, yeah. you've got to have process. You've got to have it documented and you've well, got to yeah, stick and, to that. And, yeah. And so I had to line out a process on how that would work. He had to visualize it. He had to see it in his way. When I was teaching, I had to f- discover how did that particular child absorb information? Did they absorb yep. it tactically? Did they absorb it visually? Did they absorb it auditorily? Did they absorb it kinetically? And so I've had to figure out how does he absorb information? And he's a very much a visual, linear visuality. He doesn't want pictures. He wants to see the numbers and he wants to see how they would play out. So I actually just sat down and said, what if in this scenario, this, these steps occurred and these numbers came at the end. And then he went, okay, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. And it was kind of like a relief. And I thought, you know what, that firm that I talked to this morning, if they can figure out how to relieve their pain, they can turn around and take that into a consulting job, just like I just did, and turn it into a solution for their small business clients who also are experiencing lack staff, overwhelmed with work, introduction of new technology, and how do I separate myself above this so that I'm making profit and not killing myself while I'm doing it. And the client, and, and I'll go out on a limb here and, and, and very broad strokes, a client's not going to be complaining about the bill following that conversation, are they? Where, oh, where he never complains get- about his bill. <laughs> never does. <laughs> but also probably because you're, you're timely, you're, but, but you're having these types of discussions. Yeah, Whereas- I haven't touched his books. I don't, <laughs> well, that's probably why he pays his bill as well. <laughs> but, but, exactly, because they're done well. <laughs> but that's but not I think, my function. That's not yeah, my function in the company. That's not your value. That's not your yep. value in the company. Um, and yep. whereas, whereas if 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 you've got smart people, the, the the name on the door calling to say we still haven't received this, we still haven't received that, that the relationship is 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 very transactional versus collaborative. Whereas yes. this, it sounds like this client's calling you because he has a, or you called him um, because no, he, there's, he, a, there's a problem that needs me. to be solved. Yeah. He called me actually and asked me to do this. And we had another meet in another meeting and um, we had to talk about something else. And he said, can I talk about this? And I said, no, I actually don't have time right now. Here's a link to my calendar, but I do have an idea on how we should do this. Could you just pick a time on my calendar when we can do this? Mm. And he sure did. It, po- it Within 20 minutes after that call ended, I looked at my calendar and he had already logged in and set up a time for this afternoon to uh, do a Zoom call. And it 
you know, there was a quick run. He had some questions about his accounts receivable. He didn't know how to figure out how he was, how it was running in QuickBooks. I showed him what was happening. And I said, you just have to change your process if this is what you want. And so he goes, so what you're telling me is I just have to do one thing differently and I'll get my result. And I went, yeah. And he goes, I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) I I, want to just pick up on a couple of things that you've said there, Penny, because I think this is really important for listeners. First and foremost, you you said, no, I don't have the time to answer that, or I don't have time to get into that now, but here's my calendar link. And and I think this is, this is a really important, I won't call it a trick, but a really important thing that uh, accountants need to learn or business owners need to learn, uh, particularly in this knowledge space, is when you're answering questions about technical and then make a transition to answering more strategic level questions the 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 the, the client is is sort of still in the same mindset of of well it's the same person that I, I i give the same amount of value to that activity whereas what we need to do is we need to pause i know you've got the answer but if you just give that answer away straight away the client's not going to value that whereas right. if you say penny look let me think on that. I've got a couple of ideas, but I'm running off to another meeting. Here's my calendar link, schedule some time, and then we'll really delve into that. But I want to think about that for a minute. That helps the client understand that this is a transition from technical to strategic. It's a transition from the standard operating agreement that we had on what you're paying for. And you, I just got to charge him a different rate for a different function. And you were right. The first meeting was completely about the transactions that were going on inside of his accounting application. It was primarily managed by my his account manager with us who was doing all of the accounting work. And I just kind of sat back using my otter.ai in my Zoom and I had the transaction, the, uh, the notes from the transcript and I could pick and choose what exactly I needed to go back and say to him, because I had it running on the screen on the left-hand side, while they were busy doing their thing, I was looking at that and listening to the feeling of it. And then, you know, at the end I said, you know, I think that little problem, I think I got an idea on how to fix it. I was thinking about maybe doing this, this, and this, but it needs to be fleshed out a little bit. Well, it's a little late now, so I'm busy and I have another call. Just do it. Yeah. Now, I didn't necessarily do that as a sales thing. It's just that I literally had something else to do. <laughs> so. but, 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 but again, going, but going back to where, where, do, where do accountants lose a lot of their time? They, they lose a lot of their time and probably a lot of their value um, because the client has a quick question. But we know oh. that it's never a quick question. Mm-mm. And it's never actually the question that they think it is. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing I want to call out for listeners is um, you you provided your Calendly link uh, or, or scheduling link, whatever it is, you, you provided that straight away or alternatively, the client just knows where it is, has it. Uh, and, and that's the, the standard operating procedure now is to, is to book time in. There's so many times that I've, I've heard accountants sitting with their clients say, let me get through taxes and I'll give you a call to discuss that. Let me get through tax season or let me hit this next deadline. Then I'll give you a call to discuss. That call never happens because there's no mechanism to to schedule that call in. And, and so, uh, again, 
it could be an administrative function, but here's an administrative function that technology um, solves uh, and, and our administrators can focus on much more valuable activities, but, but always have that um, capability, ability to for your client to book themselves in, for, for us to book that client in for that follow-up call. If you ever find yourself, let me hit this deadline and I'll give you a call, never going to happen. Make yeah. sure that meeting is scheduled there and then. Um, otherwise, it'll be three months, six months, nine months uh, before you you even uh, have a chance to think about that client again. I've got I've got my calendar like a lot of people already built into my signature, but I also have different events sent up into it. So I got a fifteen minute, a thirty minute, and then a sixty minute with that automatically creates a Zoom uh, link for them. So. I can pick and choose. So even though it's in my signature, I never say click on, just click on the one in my signature. Mm-hmm. I actually put in the specific one that's going to meet their needs and my needs uh, for my schedule. And the other thing too is on my calendar, I've blocked out my time ahead of time that I need for other things so I, that mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to take because it's I haven't filled it in and it looks like I'm free. Um, and like and I know- like my, my grandson is going to got to be picked up from camp next week. And his mom said, could you just be available? So I made sure that nobody can book any time at that time. Mm. I'm going to be taking care of my grandson. <laughs> and and the purpose of the, the, the podcast isn't to talk about apps, but, but here is a really um, simple tool that you can implement in your practice in or something in the swear jar, um, implement in your business that helps solve for this problem. Um, if, if you think about tax season and an appointment setting, uh, you can automate that uh, or you can make it a much more pleasant experience for your client through something like Calendly. You book out you book out your availability so they can only see what's available. The client can come on in their own uh, at their own leisure and find a time that suits them. Um, and everything else is automated. The Zoom links, the reminders, everything is taken care of. Think about the current process. In a lot of accounting firms I see, someone on the front desk is calling, trying to schedule appointments, leaving a message, voicemail, emails back and forth, trying to set up a time. Um, It's just inefficient, and it's a really crap experience for the client. So this is solved uh, by using Calendly, which is what? 12 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, nine bucks a month. You know what? I signed up for it a couple of years ago. I don't even know what they're charging me because yeah. it's it's definitely worth it. And, you know, I mean, I can be on my mobile phone and just do it too. I yeah. mean, I got, so I, you know what? It's not, it's not that big a deal on cost, but it's a huge deal on getting people to log in. And I'll tell you what, I have to watch my calendar too because- like people will pop in and just put stuff in there and they'll, yep. they'll request time because now they know they can, they do. Uh, and there's, but there's also a nice little feature that says, um, I, I, there was a little box that says, don't make same day appointments available or don't make two, yeah, close can, a two hour can, window. So there's some, some really nice features in there. Yeah, there are, there are, and I have, I've done that. I mean, I've, I, I learned my lesson yeah. <laughs> about that. <laughs> I, I, booked, you know, I booked time five minutes ago. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Or four thirty in the morning because they're in a different time zone, and I have to keep my time zones open yep. because of working within across time zones and across. Well, you know, clients in Spain, client in Peru, yeah. client in Israel, team in Chennai, the world is India. Flat. Yeah, yeah. 
Especially so, sorry, I, not the world is flat. <laughs> it's we're in, a, we're in a global economy. Um, and 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 Penny, if we sort of bring it come full circle with with the, the topic of today's conversation, there will be a bucket of your clients that don't get it, can't do it, and that's okay. But put them in the appropriate spot. Um, work out how to handle them. They're, they're, I think if you think about it, it might be a third, a third, a third. A third of your clients will love this, will embrace it, will run with it. A third of them, they might need um, need a little bit more hand-holding and a little bit more attention and reminding of, of the new way of working. And then there might be as much as a third that'll never get it. Um, and don't, don't sweat it, but just recognize who they are, recognize that they will slowly but surely um, leave, disappear, move on. move on. Um, and, and that's okay. But, but, but focus on that top third and then that middle third, uh, that are going to be the ones that are going to take your business into the future. It's those ones you want to spend your time on and, and reinforcing and working with, but just, uh, segment, put that bottom third in a bucket and work out how to deal with them as efficiently as possible, knowing that your future is in the top two thirds. You said it in one of the first ones we did, have the green light, the red light, and the amber light. Mm. You did it with the task and the workload you like to do. Now do it with the clients. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> Who would have thought this, uh, this red light, green light, traffic lights would have, um, would have, uh, would have come, in, come in so handy? Who would have thought? Yeah, it's a nice idea. Somebody thought of it a long time ago when yeah, no, not us. And again, Ford started making yeah. cars. <laughs> again, again, nothing is new, ladies and gentlemen. But it's it, it's taking these things and putting them into practice and and how you deal with it. So, um, a, a lot of a lot of accounting uh, consultants will say you've got to fire the bottom twenty percent um, every year and all. And yes, you can do that. Uh, but th- th- another way to think about it is is identify who those bottom that that segment is. And then just work out how to deal with them efficiently and effectively, knowing full well that they will leave in the fullness of time. But the level of service that you provide to them is going to be markedly different to those green lights and those amber light customers. Penny, um, anything else that you want to touch on from, from today's episode? No, I think what an exhausting day it's been. <laughs> well, I hope not for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> no, no, this, this was pretty easy, but it was just like, wow, to have that happen with a firm and a direct business client. And I wouldn't call mm-hmm. him a small business client at this time. He's got a relatively successful business. Uh, but uh, to have that, and I don't mean small businesses aren't successful. I mean, he's got small employee base, large amounts coming in. Big revenue um, coming in. Yeah, large revenue, I guess. See, I don't even know how to use accounting speak. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, no, um, this, you have a good day in Australia. I hope the waves are doing you well out there. And uh, just- <laughs> I'm just starting my surfing journey, so they're actually a little bit too large for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I, and I've got penny waves. My days are penny waves these days. All right, and, and it's also <laughs> yeah. school holidays here as well, so it's incredibly crowded. So I, I get out there, I look at I look at how big the waves are, and I look at how crowded it is, and I'm like, ooh, I might come back tomorrow and have another t- have another go. So we'll see how we go. Oh, I know. Penny, I walk um, I walk down the street to the beach, and it's just crowded with people, and I just turn around and go back home. Yeah. <laughs> Patty, always a pleasure. Um, Looking forward to our next episode. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, satvc.co, starting to roll off the tongue a little bit more easily now. So um, you can find the the links to articles, links to books, um, 
everything there. Uh, also, as I said, I, I said it at the start, do us a favor, provide a review, provide a rating. That's going to help us get the word out. Uh, and if you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Penny and myself via our LinkedIn. Uh, and we'd be happy to, to share our insights on, on any of the challenges that you're facing uh, in your own business. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Penny, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.